The one place real news, honest conversation, and real talk comes out. You're listening to Tattooed Conservative Show with your host, the Tattooed Conservative. Hey folks, Brandon Harris, the Tattooed Conservative, back with another episode of the Weekly Deplorable Radio Show. In our news today, we have a 12-year-old Sierra Nelson missing from Fargo, North Dakota. She was last seen at North High School Monday at 4 p.m. Folks, if you've seen Sarah, I have a picture on the front of this podcast episode. Please, 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 please call the Fargo police. If you have not seen her, you just want to help try to find this young lady, please share this podcast. Again, the Fargo police are looking for 12-year-old Sierra Nelson. She went missing and was last seen at North High School around 4 p.m. Monday evening. And um, we're really hoping she is found safe. Uh, We're going to continue going forward and moving forward, pushing amazing, amazing things for missing children and talking about all of the things we have to talk about, all of the new stuff, and we continue to proceed forward. We're going to proceed forward also talking about what's going on with our government, what's going on with this midterm elections, the ballot recounts, everything going on across the nation. So we're seeing a massive, massive change in the way things are going. We've really got to get in and do something, folks. And I'm looking at the gubernatorial elections. June's primary is coming up in Illinois. I'm staying keenly focused on that race. I have a very bad gut feeling, quote me on it if you must, that Irving's going to win the Republican primary. Irving, um, Richard Irving, I should say, is a Democrat in Republican clothing. He is the mayor of Aurora, Illinois. I was the Will County and Republican chair for quite some time. He's just a few cities below where I was at. I know the man well. I know this race is very rigged, and I think that Ken Griffith is wasting his money on a Democrat in Republican clothing. So we'll see how this goes. And while that's being said, Michael Madigan being investigated and now has been arrested and charged with multiple, multiple felony counts and federal felonies. He's now going to court, spent multiple millions of dollars of his campaign fund on his legal defense. We all knew this was coming. Didn't come well his daughter, Lisa Madigan, of course, was the, you know, oh yeah, that's right, attorney general. She couldn't do anything, wouldn't do anything, wouldn't bring her dad up on charges. But right now, he is looking to be brought up on many, many charges. He's under investigation for all sorts of payoff schemes and many other things. So we will see how this goes. They say they have him on wire talking about special payments and things of that nature. We'll proceed forward with caution on this and, of course, not share any fake news. No one's guilty till proven guilty. But, you know, this has been a long time coming. Anybody who's from the Chicago area has seen this coming. The ComEd deal kind of spiked this up. The FBI started popping one person after another with the Madigan regime, finally getting Mike Madigan, who was the dictator of Illinois and the head of the Illinois House for decades, folks. So let's stay tuned into that as well. We'll be back here after the break. Folks, our hearts go out to the victims of the school shooting in Texas today. 19 now confirmed dead. A transgender stated to be confused teen was the one who did the shooting down there, folks. Um, you know, when, when you think you can be any sex you want to be, I hate to say it, um, but w- when you're really going through some emotional roller coasters, and I'm not against transgenders at all, but when you when you're really unsure of yourself and then deal with humiliation you know and all these other things that can lead up to some mental illness and I think what happened down there today is sad 
I really, really feel for the families and my heart goes out to them. And um, the shooter, I just can't even get into the shooter and what was going through the shooter's mind. These are children ages seven to 11, my daughter's nine. I don't know what I would do or how I would handle this situation. All I can do is hope and pray for all these families and knock on wood that nothing ever comes to my children's doorstep like came to their doorstep today. It's uh, very sad to think about what's happening. Their news is still breaking and it's breaking my heart to think that this happened. While I was in Chicago this week, there was another shooting. Um, that shooting only injuring two, but at the same time, you know, these shootings are happening. I'm very pro 2A. I don't think it's a gun issue. I think it's a mentally, you know, mentally distraught, mentally, you know, challenged group of individuals, mentally um, not okay folks that make these decisions. And I think we need to start really talking about what we can do in our schools to protect our children because the bad guys aren't going to stop just because you make a law. That's not how that's going to happen. But we need to protect our children in the schools. We need to have armed guards, in my opinion, in every school in the United States. So things like this do not happen. We've seen this time and time and time and time again. And it's been proven taking guns away in other countries has only led to stabbings and, you know, extreme stabbings such as in England. And that disarming the citizens is not the way to go. So I, you know, again, extend my heart and feelings to those families and hope this doesn't turn into another debacle about taking away firearms, but instead a way to protect our children while they're in class. Thank you guys all for listening to this episode. I'll be back Sunday as usual at my regular time. The Tattoo Conservative checking out.